0: Okay, everybody, I have something really cool to tell you about. If you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain here. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will uh, distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one single place now the way that you can do this is you got to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm and then you can get started it's really fun we just switched over recently here at all too real too and i'm enjoying it so far so be sure to check it out and uh let us know what you think Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always via Zoom, is. Matthew Bueller. Okay. hmm. good name. Good name. Got yep. Qu- so, so, Matt, I got a kind of a statement question for you here question statement it's a new, yeah. new new phrase I come up with okay so so okay here's the thing you know life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around once in a while you could miss that they made a TV series based on Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> in 1990 think that's good to know yeah so anyways um the uh, today and our latest adventure into the uh, into the air of the pilot <laughs> error, where we take a look at um, the pilots of television series that lasted one season or less. Today we take a look at the 1990 television series Ferris Bueller. based on the 1986 John Hughes film Ferris Bueller's Day Off um it's a half hour sitcom developed by John Messias who uh is credited for creating Touched by an Angel wow Providence and Hawthorne. I'm not familiar with Hawthorne. Yeah. I
1: think I remember Providence. Yeah. <coughs> Touched by an Angel.
0: He won two Writing Emmy Awards for the drama Saint Elsewhere. Hmm. He also received a Writers Guild Award and Humanitas Prize for his writing on Saint Elsewhere. He also received the Humanitas Prize for his writing on the series Brooklyn Bridge. He also, he was, like, creator of St. Elsewhere. um, Touched by an Angel. He worked on L.A. Law, which comes into play in this episode. Um, He (laughs) uh, was creator of The Single Guy. The Visitor. Dead Like Me. Yeah. Wow. I liked Dead Like Me. That was a good show. Did you ever see that show? No. It's a good show. Check it out, folks. Check it out. <laughs> wow. That was my recommendation. Like it all did. Yeah. And he created Ferris Bueller. The TV <laughs> series. Not the character. Um, yeah. So... We have a pilot that stars Charlie Schlatter as Ferris Bueller, Richard Reilly, who's my Facebook friend, who will be on a future episode, hopefully, um, as Principal okay. Ed Rooney, Sam Fried as Bill, Bu- Bill Bueller, Jennifer Aniston as... You know, prior to uh, Friends as Jeannie mm-hmm. Bueller, Amy Dolans, the daughter of Mickey Dolans from the Monkees, as Sloane Peterson, Brandon Douglas as Cameron Fry, and Judith Kahan as Grace. Um, yeah. So, what happened in this pilot here, Matt? <laughs> um, wow.
1: Okay, so this is one of the most meta TV show episodes I've seen in my life, and I don't even think that was even a concept, really, at that time, and I don't think it was intentional at all. But So it starts off with Ferris waking up, and he's talking to the camera, just like in the movie. And then he pulls out a cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick and says that he didn't like the fact that they cast him to play Fer- Ferris, the real Ferris, which is the TV show Ferris, you know, as the lead role because apparently they made a movie about his life, even though he's only 16 years old, because of his antics at. High school, I, I guess. Okay. And then, um, and then he takes a chainsaw and cuts his head off. Cardboard, you know, Matthew Broderick cardboard cut off. Card cutout cuts his head off from the shoulder down. He's like, yeah, that's better or whatever. And it's like, okay. Uh, so this is, so this is the real Ferris Bueller, the TV show. The, the movie Ferris Bueller is about him. But as we find out in the show, that movie must have taken place in at least two years or one year in the future than what the show is. So now time travel is involved in the show, which just makes it even more meta. So they like the Legends of Cast, the Legends of Tomorrow get involved somehow, and they end up messing up time or Barry Allen. As you pointed out last night, yeah. you know, that he did something by creating Flashpoint and then he messed up with the timeline? Or was it Wanda from WandaVision? Did she end up fucking with reality so much that she created this sort of alternate world where the TV show. Fa- anyway, so. Because in the movie, Sloan is already his girlfriend and they're seniors in high school at this point. And in this in this show she's a new transfer to the high school that he she, he doesn't even know her but he says and we're going to fall in love so you're sitting there thinking okay well is it just because he really he sees like some cute girl that he wants to date or whatever or has he seen the movie I mean he has seen the movie but does he know that the movie takes place in the future and he
0: already knows what's going to happen so he knows or, that or him maybe this is maybe this is actually was... going to Maybe this was future Ferris narrating the show, but somehow inhabiting the body of younger younger Ferris. Whoa.
1: So, oh my god. So it's even more meta. So yeah, so this could have been... This could have been... But he looks different than Matthew... I mean, Matthew... Yeah, so... So yeah, this could have been like Ferris from a year or two in the future being sent back to this timeline but then that but then that creates a time loop then because that means that he future ferris had would have already existed to begin with in order to go back in time in order to create the events that would then lead to the movie which would then lead to him knowing that he's going to be with sloan so then it just it just goes like that in a in a sort of eternal circle okay wow so this is getting really interesting so anyway apparently he's like a computer hacker like like all these movies, like apparently these teenagers just know everything about computers somehow, and like they just use their like DOS bullshit. That's a really old reference for anyone who's like younger than like forty thousand years old. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know DOS. You know that was that was like old computer shit right there. Or DOS. And as he just um. Call it too.
0: <laughs> is that
1: what it's called DOS? like yeah. I, I
0: always call it DOS because I thought.
1: Well, yeah. that, it's okay. it's yeah. Well, yeah DOS yeah or, yeah. yeah.
0: It, it is, that's the proper thing, what you're calling it, but other people refer to it as DOS. <coughs> DOS, so what does it stand for? DOS is, like, uh, stand for something, or? Um, something Operating System. I don't know what the, oh, okay. I don't know what the D is. Yeah. Disk,
1: probably. Disk Operating System, Some probably. Way. Okay, anyway, yeah, so, he's somehow able to... Um, like he he puts up a picture of Sloane as the new transfer. Again, this is nineteen ninety, so it's not like um, you could just easily do something like that. And uh and he uh decides to go down to um for breakfast or whatever. His sister is complaining that he's making a bunch of noise or whatever. Oh, that, that was when he was cutting Matthew Broderick's head off with a chainsaw, and then she's trying to like you know, do her eyebrows or whatever. And then we go downstairs and his parents are completely different. They act completely, I mean, different personalities completely. Um, you know, his mom is like this doting kind of parental figure and his dad's kind of just has his face buried in the it's newspaper. Basically obliv- phone. oblivious um, to the world. Yeah. And then she makes him put the paper down and she's like, you have any fatherly advice? By the way, this whole episode has like tons of really stupid jokes that don't make any sense or have any context. So he puts down a paper and he's like, son, make sure never to invade Russia in the winter. And, and Ferris is like, okay, I'll have to reschedule. What? <laughs> okay. Um, like it doesn't make any sense. Like there's no context to it. Like, and then, uh, Janine, or Jeannie comes down And,
0: uh, by the way, she plays older, his older sister in the show,
1: which which makes sense,
0: makes sense for a TV show because in the TV, in in, in a TV show, it would make more sense, um, for her to be older because you don't want the older brother basically bullying the younger sister. (laughs) Right. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so
1: they kinda have this back and forth. Ferris charms both his parents and then they go to work and then Jeannie's like, You may have you know, pulled pull the wool over their eyes, but you know, I see through you or whatever type of thing and she's like, Alright, ground rules about high school or whatever. Nobody knows we're you no know, we we are related. Nobody you know, don't talk to me which is weird because he's sixteen years old, which means that they already would have been at high school for a while. So why would she be telling him this for his third year of high school? We don't know each other. Like it's, it's,
0: that, that would seem like that would be something you would say, like when Un- someone's just getting into high school, you know what I mean? Like, some, see, my, my theory on this is, is like sometimes some school systems, the way that they're set up freshman and sophomore school are is a different school than junior and senior. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a lot. Like, I remember seeing that in movies and TV shows back then. So that's my theory, huh. is that maybe maybe it's like, because there's like, there's like a junior high school and a senior high school, and I know that junior high, we think of 7th and 8th grade in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of times that was considered middle school out there, and then you had junior high and senior high which were, okay. like, freshman, and not to be confused with junior year of high school. So, it, you know, just to make things more confusing, s- some school districts run things differently. <laughs> yeah, Right. <laughs> they yeah, have the right. s- well, same number of years, okay. but the way that they're split up is different. So that, that I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt, either that or it was just a fucked up writing.
1: Right. I mean, it could have been like that in Santa Monica, too, because I know in my school, it was seven in eighth grade, was junior high, but then right after excuse me no no sorry it was um so when i was in seventh grade it was seventh and eighth grade but then when i was in eighth grade they moved sixth grade into junior high Oh, okay so then and i was pissed off about that because i'm like i don't want sixth graders eh," you know whatever you know little kids you know type of thing but um yeah okay so so yeah she does this whole thing where you know and you know She's like, I'm not gonna drive you around or whatever. And then it turns out that he ordered a limousine to pick him up to go to school for some reason. And,
0: uh... then he picks up... Anyway, well, I don't want to say the whole... I don't want to do the whole thing, so... what okay. else happened? So he picks up... He picks up Cameron. His best friend. Played in, uh... This show by Brandon Douglas. Um... By the way, his mom is played by Christine Rose, who um, I've been watching a lot of How I Met Your Mother lately, and she plays Ted's mom on that show.
2: Hmm. So,
0: yeah, just just an interesting side fact. Um, <laughs> um, trying to remember exactly what happens next. Um, they. They. Um, Goes to, he, he's on his way to school. He's running late. There's a... There's a... Um, like, school announcement meeting sort of thing out in the... Like, outside of the school <laughs> that uh, Mr. Rooney is having. And... Uh, Ferris shows up late. Um, Mr. Rooney, by the way... Played by, And I'm not saying that just because we're Facebook friends, but Richard really is probably the best part of this whole show. Oh, yeah, definitely. In, in like, every episode, honestly. Um, because I, I didn't watch every episode, but I remember watching it when it was on, and then when they re-ran it on, like, TV Land or something years later. Um, <laughs> I used to watch it on there, too. Um, I actually enjoyed the show, and I do think, I mean, this is, okay, this pilot is not a good pilot. I think the show got better when it kind of became its own thing, (laughs) as it went on, but it only lasted 13 episodes, and then it had the, uh, well, it it, it also had the, uh, the bad misfortune of coming out at the same time as Parker Lewis Can't Lose, the TV show, which was basically like a Ferris Bueller clone, but done, written better, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And then you also had, of this era, you had your Zach Morris coming out around that time too, which was basically a Ferris Bueller clone. And, um, <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. so, so you kind of had your, you already had your Ferris Bueller's, you didn't really need Ferris Bueller, you know? Yeah. So. That makes um, sense. Yeah. And plus, too, they had an
1: episode, I didn't watch it, but they had an episode Called like Ferris Bueller can't win or something like that. Yeah, in the you know, so that's like another aspect of how meta this show was mm-hmm. without them really even like know, knowing what that was or anything.
0: Yeah, that was before the word meta was kind of even coined. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. So so while uh, while Rooney's on stage giving his uh, his speech, Ferris shows up and he's got this uh, remote control. That Rooney ends up sinking on stage because he he like makes a tra- he has a trapdoor <laughs> or something on the stage so you know hilarity ensues <laughs> mm-hmm. like it does Bueller! yeah <laughs> and oh yeah we, we forgot the, the, the I don't know when it was but the the opening credits <laughs> are some of the most 1990 opening credits ever made. Um, it's just, like, Bueller with a bunch of, like, words walking around, you know, in a white void for most of it. And the music, (laughs) the music is all, like, synthesizer sounds. Like, like the one scene in the movie where he used a synthesizer to, like, create weird sounds of, like, coughing and all this other shit. They, somebody thought, hey! Let's, uh... Let's score the whole TV show like that.
1: Yep, it's it's the whole throwaway line or the throwaway scene becomes like you know a major part of the show or whatever. Yeah. God, that music was bad. Beulah.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, God, like it's sad though. It gets stuck in your head though. Well, I know. It's, I'm still thinking about it
1: now. It's pissing me off. But, um, it also, too, like, throughout the whole episode, like, it would just out of nowhere would just go, like, like, okay, like, we know who he is.
0: Like, you know. Uh, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and we'll talk more about the rest of the episode? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. It's the
2: Ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the Ninja Wife to give you movie reviews. We got the Conscript to give you the Ninja news. And we got the battle
1: to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the Ninja knowledge you need for your Ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show
0: and enjoy the show. And we are back. Okay. Alright, so, um folks, Ferris Bueller. Boxing. Yes. The T V show. The pilot. So, so what happens yep. ne- next here, Matthew?
1: Uh, next is, you know, after, you know, Rooney falls through the hole or whatever. Um, apparently, Ferris, like, has, like, the hookup for, like, literally everything in the world, which is kind of interesting. Like, I don't know how... I mean, they kind of touched on this in the movie a little bit, but, like, no. Like, he, like, he apparently can like give parking to anyone that wants to park their vehicle in like the teacher's area, which is okay. And then these two girls are complaining about having macaroni and cheese for lunch on Thursday. So then he somehow arranges, um, linguine and pesto, like by making a phone call, like, okay. And they're like, Oh, cool. What's pesto. And it's like, okay. And then, um, Cameron, all the while was like, you know, rooney has got a tight, you know, tight eye on the, you know, teacher's parking or whatever. And, oh, you're going to mess up his favorite meal or whatever. I don't know. And like, so then he also, oh, by the way, too. So before they even went to school, um, uh, Ferris with his magical hacking skills again, with his computer inside the car, um, was able to, uh, basically removed Cameron from gym class because he didn't want to be in gym. And uh, so, he, you know, he's, then he scheduled himself to be in all the same classes as Sloan. And it's like, wow, like he's got some pretty advanced, you know, hacking skills that nobody's like detecting at all. Like, <laughs> so then he basically, again, so like he knows they're going to fall in love because he's seen, he's seen his future played by Matthew Broderick, which he did, didn't like. So he already, already knows. So my theory about this, again, to kind of go back to the, <clears throat> the time travel aspect of this whole um, TV show, is that the reason why Ferris is so confident is that he already knows his future. So he already knows what's going to work out, what's not going to work out. And perhaps he even he's even seen his own demise. So, we kind of got, like, a big fish kind of element going on here, too. So, like, um, he's just not afraid of anything. He just knows everything's going to work out okay. So, he he schedules himself to be in all of Sloan's classes, and he's, like, trying to get her attention in Latin class in a really weird, creepy way where he's, like, literally just, like, facing her and, like, talking to her, and she's just, like, staring at, like, the chalkboard not paying attention to him or whatever. And then, like, every single class, and I mean every single class, he, like, says something really stupid that he thinks is funny, which, again, is interesting, because it's like, if you've already seen your future, what do you you know, like, what jokes land and what jokes don't land? Or are you just not privy to that knowledge of the future? Like, you're only privy to, like, basic things but not, like, full-on details? I don't know. But anyway... The jokes are stupid. And then he always ends the joke by, by the way, did you know my name is Ferris Bueller? It's like, mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure by, like, the seventh class of the day, uh, she knows who your fucking name is, okay? Shut the fuck up. Like, she hasn't said any... noticing no, about that. Okay, so he schedules to be in all of her classes, but how does he automatically get to be her lab partner in every single one of these classes? Like, how does that work out? Like, teachers usually assign... Uh, you know, it's not like you just get to pick every single class, whatever. Okay? <laughs> Maybe I'm re- reading too much into it. Probably class,
0: reading like, too much into no. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, no, the show was meta okay. before meta was a thing, and everything they did was was pre thought out. So I'm I'm, I'm taking them to, to task for this. So um, <clears throat> so they're doing like this weird like driving ed course where they're like in like a fake car with like, a TV screen, and they're supposed to be, like, pretending to drive, I guess? I don't know. Really, really advanced school for, like, 1990, but hey, I guess there's only the best for Ferris and Santa Monica. Oh, yeah, to bring to that point, hmm, Ferris Bueller's Day Off uh, movie
0: takes place in Chicago. Yeah, it was basically a love letter to the city, too, because it was so, you know, it's such a Chicago movie.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: I mean... Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, like... And there there was no reason whatsoever to set the show in Santa Monica, except for the fact that we have a scene coming up at a beach.
1: That's it. That's it, literally. And it's it's not an important scene whatsoever. And there was one scene earlier when they were picking up Cameron, they showed the the beach a little bit. But, um, because, again, so he picks... Another thing about that. So he picks up Cameron just, like, standing on the street somewhere... Not, not anywhere near a residential neighborhood. So it's like, so Cameron has to, like, walk, meet you halfway for him to pick him up with the limousine? Like, that's a weird... Okay, whatever. Uh, that's a weird thing to do. But, okay, so that's what he did. And then, um, they, they fail the driving thing or whatever. They get into, like, a fake accident or whatever. And then he's like, oh, we should eat lunch together or something. Some bullshit. I don't know. And then, like, finally... But before this time, Sloan never even talked once. Like, she literally just, like, would, like, shake her head or just, like, ignore him, which was the better response, really.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: just completely ignored this fucking idiot. So, um, and she's like, um, you know, who has the car or whatever? You are the, or the dummy. So, like, okay, that's a pretty shallow person right there. Um, yeah. you know, she wasn't like that V. But in the show, she's apparently, that's another thing, too. So, like, not only does she look nothing like the actress who played like Sloane in the
0: movie, her personality
1: is completely different, not even close to being accurate. Yeah, like she's like a it, little bit
0: Yeah. Sloan in the movie was like a like a strong woman. I mean, mm-hmm. for the time, maybe not, you know, like modern yeah. day strong, but eighties strong movie wise, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, this this character, at least in the pilot, I mean like I said, the show might—I I thought the show got better as it went on, but I haven't seen the other episodes in probably fifteen years or more. You know, so it's like at least so it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: I'll be sure to check it out actually, because I'm—I'm actually kind of morbidly interested in how to see how the show goes. Yes, me too. <laughs> so I might actually check. Maybe maybe we can do like do another episode about. Like, if it gets better or not, or well, something. Yeah,
0: like, maybe we'll revisit this or something. Or if we yeah. ever have Richard Reilly on the show, we can talk to him about it a little bit. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah, be- the, um, the whole, I mean, the whole show didn't last even a whole season, but if you want to watch the whole show, some somebody was kind enough to upload every episode to YouTube. Mm hmm. I, I think there might be, there might even be like a DVD release of this too, though. So, oh, you know, wow. so you might want to, if you want to do it legally, you might even want to buy that. I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. if, if you really like Ferris Bueller yeah, know, if if or, or if you really sp- hate Ferris Bueller, I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could hate watch it too, I yeah. guess. Um, <clears throat> Cause you know, that's what I was doing pretty much. Um, so they go to the beach on their little beach date or whatever, cut class and she's kind of nervous because she's never she's never cut class oh yeah she said she used to go to a parochial school which again seems like totally out of character for Sloan, but whatever and um so she's used to like you know kind of strict
0: parochial schools are kind of like are they kind of like religious schools like
1: monastery? yeah not really
0: religious parochial parochial just means like a non-public school um, okay. Yeah, like some kind of fancy school or something. It could be a Catholic school. It could be a, you know, uh, some kind of, you know, Montessori school or, you know, whatever, something like that, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Hard to say.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because I went to Montessori school for one, <clears throat> I think, it wasn't even a full year. I think it was just six months, but, like, I, I still remember shit from that. And I, I was, like, that was preschool for me. That wasn't even kindergarten. So, like, their methods must really work that for, like, a mere six-month stint when I was four years old, and I still remember, like, some of their, like, methods and shit like that. So it's, like, very interesting. But, uh, I I mean,
0: I went to Catholic school for uh, 13 years, so, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well, 13 and a half, technically, because I did take a half a semester of a Catholic college, too, so. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, a half a year, not a half a semester, but yeah. Yep, half so. a semester.
1: Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> Might as well have because I failed out. But anyways, um. No. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my life sucks. Yeah. I well, that word, that. Yeah, I wasn't that able. We're... I wasn't able to hack into the system and make everything better.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't have the the <laughs> hacking skills of TV Ferris, you know, which is. DOS bullshit and whatever. Anyway, so. Right, and I
0: didn't have a sound, soundtrack she, following me around all the time to remind me of my name. Exactly. Go <laughs> in! <laughs> Michael. With Colin.
1: A, Colin. <laughs> no. I mean, I can do that from now on. I can just show up to, like,
0: your work and stuff with, like, a keyboard and just, like, play. Go, 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 in. go, 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 go,
1: yeah, probably.
0: I probably get kicked out too. Yeah. But, uh,
1: <laughs> so they they do their dumb beach date or whatever and uh she's like I want to be a, a ballet or something I don't know, what dance like some kind of dancer or some bullshit. Yeah. I mean, that's not bullshit, whatever. Um and then she like runs off and then she falls in the sand and he's like what, what what does she have to lose? Well, besides her balance, then he calls her a wench. I guess I think, but in like a loving um, way. I guess, yeah. And it's like okay. So then they go back to school, and then um, Rooney is like there waiting. Oh yeah, the reason why Rooney knows. Okay, I'm getting a little the narration the. the I'm getting the timeline fucked up, here. but then again, it's the okay. whole timeline though, is always fucked up because of the time travel aspect. <laughs> um, so uh, Rooney knows that he's gone because he stole his sister's car <coughs> to go to the beach.
0: Yeah, and, and, and then Jeannie Jeannie like reported that it was stolen at the same time, and then Ro- Rooney writes her up for being out of class. <clears throat>
1: Right, yeah, he's really strict because he, he wrote her up for being late as well. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's that's the other weird joke. I don't know if this was like a... I, I don't know if this was meant to be like a sexual joke or if it... I, I don't know. If it was just one of those weird jokes that didn't make any sense because there's no context to it. But he, he said that you're, you're late and writes a slip. And he's like, you know what that means? And she says, yeah, I won't go to heaven. So I don't know if that was like you know, like late,
0: like if she's pregnant, I I, I don't know. I don't know what, what I don't know. Yeah. Like I, my my mind didn't even go go there. I just thought it was a badly written line.
1: Well, I was just thinking because, you know, if you're late teenager, you got pregnant, most likely that you're not married. Yeah. So therefore you're not going to, maybe I'm reading way too into this. I don't know. Like I said, (laughs) but I, I don't know. So anyway, Oh yeah. So, so, um, okay, this is the cool, this is, like, a really meta part comes up here. Like, this whole episode was just full of these, like, weird meta moments. Like, again, I don't even think they even knew they were doing it, or if it was even a concept back then. So, they got the dude who played in L.A. Law. Um, Ferris basically, like, I guess the guy owes him a favor or whatever, because, again, Ferris has the hookup, even for, like, middle-aged adults at this point, which is kind of questionable. Okay. Yeah, he has Alan, um,
0: Alan Rations, who was a, one of the lawyers on, uh, on uh, L.A. Law at the time, which was, like, one yeah. of the top-rated television shows at that time. And, you know, it makes sense because, like, the guy that created this for television wrote on L.A. Law, so it makes sense that he would have the hookup. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it does, yeah. And so he basically has this guy pretend to be a lawyer to, to Rooney um, and just threatens all these lawsuits and all this crap or whatever. And then basically talked him down to just like, you know, detention or whatever. Yeah. And um and like the Grace even like mentioned like she actually thinks that he's like the the lawyer from the show, I think. Or something. Yeah. Is that true or I think so. And he's like, I'm not really yeah, I'm not <coughs> really whatever, you know, so so that's that's like really that's like really meta. I mean that mm-hmm. really is. Like That was, I mean, I I don't remember much. I was just a little kid when that show was on, so I don't remember watching it that much. Maybe my parents did or something. I don't know. But, um, so that was kind of funny. That was pretty cool. And then, um, so then, I forgot what else happens. Um, some bullshit where his sister has to go to detention.
0: Yeah, she's in detention as well. Um, she shows up to the detention. Ferris isn't there. He put one, that dummy from the uh, from the driving scene <coughs> in his seat, right? And somehow nobody bothered to check the front of the person to see if it was real, <coughs> right?
1: Which, Wait, yeah. no. I got the timeline off. So that was when he stole the car, though, wasn't it? Yeah. So he was supposed to be in detention before. Okay. So what was the what was the the lawyer for? What was that? No, for that the that, way that was he...
0: a- that was after. I think. I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. That was after he stole. the card. <laughs> Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. So he just didn't show up at his attention, I guess. Okay, and then back, um, when, when,
0: uh, when, but when back when Rooney uh, found them, uh, Sloane basically was the reason she ratted him out. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. and uh, and then later on in the episode, she talks about how she wants to, you know, like you said, go to ballet school and stuff. So she basically is talking about transferring again.
1: Oh yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, <clears throat> which probably probably sets up probably
0: sets up the plot of like the of a future episode of Ferris basically trying to oh yeah you know um, gaslight her into staying at the school or something.
1: Um yeah, actually <laughs> I think he does worse than that. I think he actually I, I think I read that he actually makes it like he does his stupid computer bullshit again and actually makes it so she can't transfer like until like three months later. So yeah so like he's a very manipulative person yeah which is again so apparently Matthew Broderick Ferris Bueller was a much nicer person mm-hmm. but then again so it does take place like two years in the future mm-hmm. maybe he changes his ways within that two years and maybe the family moves to Chicago so maybe that's why maybe but then Cameron and Sloan also moved, that's kind of and Mr. Rooney like a stay by the bell type of thing and
0: Mr. Rooney yeah, like Mr. Yeah, Belden
1: did yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> The whole town just moves to California, Bayside, California. It's, 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 like, it's like
0: the opposite of the Miss Bliss like, okay. Saved by the Bell thing because in the Miss Bliss thing they move from the Midwest to California, and this will move from California to the Midwest. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, Chicago is a very cool city. I mean, it'd be better. It, it, that's better than moving. So an- another to, like, interesting LA. thing it's like I, small I oh. another interesting thing too that I noticed about this is that uh, this show premiered the same night as Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, gee. Right after it. So, you have this show about, uh, you know, a kind of scheming kid moving to California. Right. And, uh, you know, which is basically a kind of a Ferris Bueller put into a rich mansion in Beverly Hills sort of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you have another Ferris Bueller prototype here with, with Will Smith's character. And but it's like, OK, you kind of, you know, you're oversaturating the market because you've already got you've already got Saturday mornings with your Saved by the Bell and you got this all on NBC. And then over right. on then over on Fox, you've got Parker Lewis. And I'm sure there were other like scheming kids on TV, too. So it's like you're watering down the market there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this show did have a chance of um, <laughs> following Fresh Prince. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Which which nobody knew it was going to be a big God. hit, but, you know. Right. That's probably why I remember this show because I remember being excited to watch the Fresh Prince because I was a big fan of uh DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince so right. prior to this. So cuz I was probably like 12 or so when this show came out, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Yep. So on yep. Um, 12 or 13 somewhere around there. Um yeah, so, so so how's the show end? How's the episode end? Uh, the episode ends with
1: um I don't know some bullshit where he comes home and then he's like trying to, you know, sweet talk his mom again or whatever or like I was like, where were you? Oh, I was, I was helping out at the orphanage. But then, oh, I mean, you brought no, I had time to get you some. Yeah, and she's like, oh, Ferris. I'm like, come on, like really? Like, yeah, he was at the
0: orphanage for like what two seconds after school ended. Well, like, no, okay. like, he was at he was in detention. He, be- he was in detention, so that that was basically him trying to explain where he was. Oh, the- okay. Yeah. But he even even wasn't really there, <laughs> Oh yeah, either, yeah. So okay. yeah, but um. I don't know. Right. So,
1: yeah, that makes sense. All right. So, um, so then um, Jennifer Aniston or Jeannie rather, she's driving home and then the cop pulls her over and, you know, says that the vehicle has been reported as stolen. And she's like, well, I'm the one that, you know, reported that it as stolen. And he's like, oh, that's very convenient. You know, can you show me your license and registration? And then apparently it's not in her buff compartment which again is such a weird phrase glove compartment like why why would why would you have a separate thing just for gloves like i, I never understood that like you could put other stuff in there why you, gloves
0: you, you i don't know uh, I don't, when I'll when say, I'll we'll, we'll look into that We'll, we'll after the break yeah. I'll, I'll explain to why it was because i i, know, <laughs> okay, I, mean, okay, I, I personally look. know but we'll, we'll get into that after oh. we get past this and okay episode. cool yeah
1: yeah, we get past
0: this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like yeah, we just need to get past this. Um, so, so she she's like, oh wait a minute, are you like you know doing you know like she's like been her brother's been conspiring all day, so she's like paranoid now, thinking that like this is one of Ferris's new tricks or whatever. So then she just speeds off, and then you know, so she's like evading arrest now or whatever. So then she gets caught. And now she's in jail. And, uh, you know, the bail is posted at $250. And then Ferris, being the good younger brother that he is, magically does his computer hacking skills again to have the bail posted at $250,000. Which again, how is nobody detecting this? Like, I mean, like, there had, if there was hackers back then, there had to have been people who were working against the hackers as well. There's always, I mean, every time there's criminals, there's always people who are trying to catch the criminals. So how, how has no one seen any of the stuff changing? Like whatever. And then, and then he cracks some stupid joke about like, Oh, cause his mom says, Oh, well dinner, dinner's in the microwave. We got to go to the police station to pick up your sister. And he's like, uh, Remember to stop by the bank first, or whatever you know, because it's two hundred fifty. That was so 000, funny. But, that was you
0: know, so wow. funny. Oh, yeah, fucking deluder. <laughs> anyway, so
1: oh yeah, too another joke he said earlier, which was so. Oh my god, I hate that. I wanted to slap him across the face. So like when the L.A. law guy leaves, he's like, he goes, um, you know, just try to keep your nose clean, and then he goes. I'm not sure if that's an expression or if I really need a Kleenex. I'm
0: like, mm, my god. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. yep that's it. Yep. That that's 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 it. That's the pilot. It, it it also makes me uh, wonder, I don't know if maybe there was a maybe there was a uh, a, a storyline on Elle Law at that point where his character was doing cocaine or something. maybe Yeah, yeah. that's where I, that's where my mind went, but you know, looking too much into it tv show anyways so uh do you want to take another break and we'll we'll read some reviews and some trivia and stuff and also talk about glove compartments (laughs) sure we'll be right back after this break folks what is gen x what is the silent generation what do generations have in common And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. And we are back to all two... Car terms, and um, <laughs> <laughs> so glove compartments. People uh, are yeah. a glove compartment or glove box or glovey is a compartment built into the dashboard of an automobile, located over the front seat passenger's uh, footwell, and often used for miscellaneous storage. The name derives from the original purpose of the compartment to store driving gloves. Here's a little history, folks. Driving gloves were considered necessary equipment in early cars, many of which lacked a hard top to prevent the cooling effect of fast-moving air from numbing the driver's hands. So they needed gloves. Gloves are still considered necessary driving equipment on motorcycles for the same reason. Although, unlike cars, most motorcycles do not have glove boxes. Mm. So there you go. Wow, okay. There's a little history, that's, folks.
2: That's, yeah, that's really
0: interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> and that's all from Wikipedia, folks. You could have looked that up yourselves, but I did it for you. Yep. <laughs> and I'm... all to carspeak or yes, we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about cars because we know everything about them, right, Matt? I know. Yeah,
2: we'll be the I new don't ask,
0: that's very bad. we'll be the new click and clack. You ever listen to them? <laughs> On the radio back in the day? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. used, to, I used to love listening to them for some reason. My uh, my mom's husband like loved listening to them, and so we would be driving the car on weekends listening to them on the way home from work and stuff. Good times, good times. So... <laughs> good times. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, here's... A little bit of Ferris Bueller trivia. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Um. We have differences from the movie. Genie's name is spelled with two N's in the TV series but only one in the movie. Sloane's name is spelled with an E in the movie, but not on the TV show. Katie and Tom Bueller are the names of the parents in the movie, but on the TV show, they're Barbara and Bill. Um, Grace has a crush on Mr. Rooney in the TV series. Um, Sloane is not always wrapped around Ferris's finger, and has to be one on occasion. So, in the show, I guess they break up from time to time. Although mm. Jeannie can be arrogant, at times she can actually be good in the TV series. The setting is Santa Monica, Los Angeles, California, not Chicago. Jeannie is a senior while Ferris is a junior when it's the opposite in the movie. And in this, Cameron actually falls in love a couple times. Um, although some name casting and setting details were changed the viewers still got the main idea I mean still get the main idea of the TV series the reason why the cast on the show was completely different from Ferris Bueller's Day Off was because Matthew Broderick the original Ferris was serving jail time for drunk driving around the time so they planned to use a replacement for a while until Broderick got out but the show was cancelled within a year I don't know if that's true or not, but, oh. hey, I know he was in jail. This was one of the main reasons why many yeah. people didn't like it. Another complaint was how uh, Charlie Sh- Schlatter played Ferris as more cocky and snarkier than Matthew Broderick's Ferris. Mm-hmm. It was beaten by its rival show, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Um The characters in both the movie and the TV show are in all 13 episodes. Okay, that that's some uh, little bit of uh, things. I do know, you know, um, Matthew Broderick actually did go to jail for drunk driving. He uh, he, he was at the time... Um, I'm trying to remember when this happened exactly, but I think he was actually dating Jennifer Grey at the time, who played his sister in Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. And um, they were in a car accident together which ended up killing somebody. So technically, Matthew, yeah. Matthew Broderick is a murderer.
1: Whoa. Yeah, weren't they in
0: Ireland? I think so, um, yeah.
1: was it? I, I didn't know it was drunk. I thought he was like just driving on the wrong side of the road or some
0: shit. I don't know. I mean, he, the thing is, that this this uh, page that I got that information from was a Ferris Bueller fan page. So, Oh, wow. I don't know. It was like a, a Fer- Ferris Bueller wiki. Um, yeah. That's probably right yeah. then. Uh, wow. Yeah. But, anyways, that's for another episode when we talk about Matthew Broderick being the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> as well as Brandy. But, mm-hmm. well, technically both for the same reason. Do you want me to check, read some uh, reviews here, Matt? Yeah. Okay. All right, here is one from 2002 from Preppy 3. Maybe it was Zach Morris. What do you think? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's uh, some November 26, 2002. Here we go. Um, well, I liked it. Okay, this was not up to the original movie, which was great. But how could it be? For what it was, a TV series, it was pretty good. I thought Schlatter was dead on as Ferris. His talking to the audience was well done. I laughed out loud when he took a chainsaw to a cardboard cutout of Matthew Broderick from the film. And I thought Jennifer Aniston was perfect as his obnoxious sister. (laughs) I seem to be alone in liking this, but I think people are comparing it way too much to the movie. There's no way any TV series could measure up to that. Taking it on its own, I thought it was a fun TV series. (laughs) Okay, here's another one from February 9th of 2000 from Mr. Six. Don't bother to save this, Ferris. The road to you-know-where is paved with good intentions. And I'm sure there are a lot of producers, directors, and so forth who are headed that way after seeing the primetime terror that they have wrought here. Ferris Bueller is a TV version of the everyday high school life of the lead character from John Hughes' brilliant movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And while the basic idea is good, everything else is completely done wrong. Schlatter is a lot of the problem. Though he looks appropriately young, he just seems too cocky, too arrogant, and too smug as Ferris to appeal to the same way as Matthew Broderick did. He manages to begin the ship sinking early. Not <laughs> much better are Aniston as his sister, really as Ed Rooney... And not even the actors that play his parents, girlfriend, or best pal Cameron Fry, make as much of an impression as their counterparts did on film. And then there were the scripts. Not half as inventive as the movie. Not even cameos by whomever happened to be on the NBC studio backlot that day make much of a difference. No, even Good, good Direction by Bixby, Lynn, etc. helps. In the end, Ferris Bueller's series didn't even last 13 episodes. Um, What do you know? Looks like Ed Rooney got his revenge after all. No stars. Hardly worth thinking about. Unless you just want to get a headache. Here's another one. (laughs) From August 24th of 2019. So just a couple years ago. One out of ten... Sad Indeed. This is by Bench Seat. I lasted five minutes. Don't bother with this pathetic attempt to capitalize on the film's success. That's the whole review. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. What did you think of the show, Matt? Would you. You, you said you want to try to continue watching the other episodes, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a chance, but um, I did not like this no pilot at all it's,
0: it's no it it appropriately fits our our title of pilot error because i don't think it's a good introduction <laughs> to this show um i don't know if the show gets better because i can't remember honestly but um hopefully it does maybe we'll do a uh you know a re-review of this later after we watch more of the episodes um if you want us to uh message me at mike at cullen Um, Go to our Facebook uh, group, um, All Too Real 2 podcast group, and let us know there. Um, We got a bunch of uh, suggestions of things that we can cover in the future. We are going to look into those and maybe cover some of those things that you guys suggested to us online. And I thank you for that as well, anybody that's listening, um, that suggested things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, Anything else you want us to... um, Cover or anything, just let us know. Um, so, uh, any last thoughts here, Matt? Before we wrap things up,
1: uh, just you know, um, make sure that you know you take a look around every once in a while. <laughs> I totally butchered that quote. <laughs> uh, life, life moves pretty fast. If you don't take a look around, and ah, oh, damn it, whatever. You know, you know, you know the thing. If
0: you, don't, um, if you don't look around once in a while, you might miss it.
1: Yeah, which, by the way, he's like, I don't remember saying that. Well, yeah, you don't, because you said it two years in the future, and you
0: haven't said it yet. So, um,
1: of course, you wouldn't
0: remember Yeah, he says that. that in a future episode that we haven't watched yet. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, there you uh, go, where, yeah. where Barbara Bush is quoting it at a commencement speech. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: exactly. God, it's so meta. Wow. I mean, mm-hmm. really, like, they just did not know what they were doing with all this, like, Man, like, anyway, so, like, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say wear a mask, then you're going to say something else. Um, I just have one point to that. Go the ahead. The reason why – I don't, I don't want to take your line from you,
0: but the Oh, no, go why, ahead. Take because, it.
1: Take it. <laughs> okay. So you, you always say wear ma- be, be good to each other, wear a mask, wear a condom. The reason why I brought that up right now is because I saw a video earlier from the Young Turks where – A Republican congressman, don't know if he's a senator or whatever. Congressman, you know, talking about how you know wearing masks are pointless, even a full year into the pandemic, still, still fighting this mask thing, and they're like, nobody wore, nobody wore masks during, uh, during the AIDS um, epidemic, and no, you know, like, so there you go, like, like we were saying, a condom's kind of like a mask for, you know, that member of your body, so. It's all coming together, Mike, you know. Um, uh, well, that, that, that phrase was too, that phrase so, was unintentionally bad right there. But um, anyway.
0: So, um, so, so, so this congressperson is either implying that the only way you can get COVID is if you have sex with someone. Or he's implying that you can get AIDS what? by just breathing the air of somebody with AIDS.
1: Well, no, he's saying that we didn't wear masks when... And, oh, no, and, I know what you're saying. You know, very few people...
0: But what yeah. I'm saying is that, so therefore... that, that, but but there he's kind of implying that that you know that we didn't have to then, so we shouldn't have to now. So what he's implying right. is that if science is right, which it which he doesn't believe it is, right. That you know, but but it doesn't make any sense. All I'm saying is that wearing a condom is what you do when you right. don't want to, you know, get AIDS or an STD of some sort. But right. you know wearing a mask is yeah. for an airborne disease you fucking dolt.
1: <laughs> exactly. So that's, so like as I was watching that <laughs> I, I was literally thinking of your, your catchphrase Wear a mask, yeah. where a cago. I'm like, well there you go.
0: <laughs> Just put yourself in a fucking bubble, people. Oh wait, no, yep. don't do that. Don't don't no.
1: Yep. We're in into one year and two days into the pandemic. Yep. And we're still having the fucking mask argument. It's like Uh-huh. <sighs> well, it's like just yep. the
0: other day on, on on Facebook, on you know, how they have your memories on Facebook. I had mm-hmm. one come up that said, uh, said said believe don't believe memes, believe scientists and doctors. Yep. It still applies people wear a fucking yep. mask. Yep.
1: Yep. Actually It's a year and four days, I think. Um, Whatever
0: it is, by the time this airs, it'll be even later. I mean, go out there, you know, see if you can get a, get a, get a vaccine and, you know, don't believe the hype on anti-vaxxer bullshit either. That's, that's another thing that pisses me off because some people close to me are starting to believe that shit. And I am like, they're like the same people that believe you should get a flu shot every year, even are starting to believe that there's something wrong with this vaccine. (laughs) They're not even anti-vaxxers. It's, it's they're ridiculous. anti-this yeah. vaccine. And they, they, I don't know, it, there is no chip in it. There's no, you know, and people are like thinking that you're going to die God. if you get the, get the thing because a couple people had uh, adverse reactions to it, but they would have r- adverse reactions to it regardless. So, right. it's not everybody.
1: It's like, guys, 525,000 people in this country alone, have died from this. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Like if one person dies from a vaccine, that's tragic. I'm sorry. It's terrible, but I'll take one over 525,000. I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not the greatest at math, but I'm pretty sure one
0: is less than 500,000. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I mean math that's different. the, The logic here is the fact. Okay. So I am allergic to onions. Hmm. So then by that logic no one should eat onions. Yeah, I guess. That's the same logic I they mean, have here when it comes to this vaccine that, you know, some people right. might be allergic to the vaccine so then nobody should take the vaccine.
1: Right. And you know, you know who would wear a mask
0: is the viewers. <laughs> yes he would. <laughs> I believe he would talk right directly to the camera. Yeah. He probably still is. You know, I think Ferris is living out in Santa Monica right yep. now to this very day, he's, talking to a camera that's not yep. even there.
1: He's, yep. he's living
0: in his parents' yeah. basement. Or but still in his bedroom. Everyone in his
1: family is on. He's just him now. Yeah. Yep. It's just, it's,
0: Jeannie's off married with some kids. Cameron is off <laughs> married with some kids. Sloan is off being a professional ballet dancer. Mr. Right. Rooney, Mr. Rooney became a billionaire. That's just my theory. You know, this is how I think it's going to all end, and th- that's how the show would have yeah. ended if it, if it lasted the uh, ten years it deserved to last. And um, <laughs> yeah, or maybe 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 it should still be on the air. Maybe it should have you know been you know like a thirty-year television franchise and uh, <laughs> thirty yeah thirty-plus 30 years. And um, should still be on the air. Yeah. Yep. Fierce, I would I would
1: watch 30 seasons of this show, if I was forced to, um,
0: for money. Yeah. Like, a lot of money, actually. And put, put in that... Uh, like, we're talking in the billions. Put in one of those devices, like, like Alex and um, A Clockwork Orange, where they open up your eyes and make you watch stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 That yep. was, yeah, do that with,
1: but with this show. Yeah. And then, well, wait a minute, though, no, because that was, oh, yeah, never mind. That was to try to brainwash him into, yeah. like, becoming, like, a non sociopath,
0: but yeah. it didn't really work. I mean, um, maybe they should have made him watch, yeah, Chris Bueller. Um, anyways, yeah. um, so <laughs> I guess that's all we got to say here about this brilliant television show. Um, yeah glove compartments. Here's another here's another thing. Okay, wear a mask. If you're on yes. a motorcycle, wear some gloves. Yeah. I just learned today why people wear gloves when they're driving. Yeah. That's why you need driving gloves, you see? If you don't yep. have a hard top, you know, if you got like a got like a convertible or something, wear yep. wear some gloves. And Do wear we- a, wear a mask. Yeah. Okay. And a condom. And a condom. Yep. Bye-bye. Thanks
1: for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us
2: at CullenPark.com.